One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Elaine, good morning. Hi, good morning. What is the problem? So the problem at the moment is we've seen in media over the last couple of weeks that parents are cannot get places and services. And this is down to lack of staff. We can't get staff. So as we speak at the moment in full daycare services, they're starting to close down rooms because we've no choice. We cannot get staff anywhere. And this is all stems to the lack of government investment over the last 11, 10, year, 10 or 11 years. We've been chronically underfunded for years. We do not have sustainability. Therefore, you can hear that parents are saying they can't get places for their babies. Mm. So baby rooms are shutting down because that's just not a viable part of the business at the moment. And it's so overregulated as well. It's very hard to run a baby room in services. There was so, a shortage of places even before the pandemic. How has the pandemic made it worse? Um, it just seems to have gotten an awful lot worse and you know the birth rates as well are up and things like that so we just don't have the places and the other thing is you've got to remember a lot of services have closed down in the last two years and new services have not reopened and this is going to continue to happen I mean I'm seeing it now like people ringing me and saying I can't keep this up the stress and the strain we can't get staff we don't have sustainability I can't do this anymore I had a girl on to me last night saying it I also had a provider on in Dublin who went to a college in Spain hired four girls from a college in Spain has brought them over to Dublin to work in her service and has taken on a house for them to live in. I mean, how is that right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's absolutely mad- madness. Staffing crisis is here now today. I've brought it to the to our minister. I've brought it to the department. Nobody is listening. We cannot get staff. We are scrambling for staff. We are losing degree-led people out into the workforce. They're leaving the sector. Why? Because we can't pay them the big wages that these people deserve. They deserve so much yeah. and we can't give it to them unless we keep hitting the parents for more fees. You know, as I, I said before, mm. parents shouldn't have to take the hit. Yeah, and, and let's face it, and this is no blame to you, but a lot of the fees are already bordering on the unsustainable anyway. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. Parents can't take it And it's anymore. all beyond our control. Yeah, it's beyond our control. And it's very sad to see the, the sector falling apart like this. You see it in other countries as well. You see it in the UK as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to funding, funding, funding. That's it. 
They yeah. need to listen. We need more funding so that we can sustain our businesses, keep our staff, pay them the correct wages. There is a wage scale there that was done in 2018. It was completely ignored. It's called the Mercer Pay Scale. It was put out there by Cran and NCN, mm. and it's a fabulous wage scale for the sector. It's a professional wage scale, and we have put it into our budget submission this year, and we really want the government to support this. Yeah. You were saying that, that the regulation is a huge problem as well. Yes, for for the baby rooms. Like I stopped doing babies like five years ago. We don't take children under the age of two. And what are the problems associated with it, Elaine? What are the extra things you need to do? Well, I don't know what they are now. At the time, it just wasn't a part of my a viable part of my business. So in my room, I could take eleven children into that room, actually children. You know, and I was taking three babies. So I stopped taking the three babies and then I just took HJ children in the stand. So that makes it a viable part of my business. Yeah. Yeah. And the providers up and down the country are just, they can't get the staff. And that's because, is it because they can't offer enough wages? The staff aren't out there? What is, like, what is the key issue? um, I think what's happened is that people have stopped. um, I I know that I've heard... um, on the grapevine that they're they're in when they're in colleges and they're doing the the childcare courses they're just not coming back out to work in the sector yeah. they're going back and they're, they're staying and they're doing they're they're doing more so they're going to level seven and level eight you know and why would you come into a sector that can't afford to pay you a decent wage yeah. to ensure that you can get a mortgage I mean, and that's the reality. I mean, even for me as a provider, providers also struggle to get mortgages because our businesses are not sustainable. Mm. You know, it's across, the, it's, and it's nationwide. It's not just in one section. We, we did a survey which showed that it was nationwide. Yeah. You know, the staffing crisis. Like, to listen to you say that, some might say, crikey, isn't childcare expensive enough? Are they not making enough money? So that's, I think, some, that, that's a, a myth you've got to bust, I think. Well, and, and this is it. Like, so we've had funding for 10 or 11 years now, okay? That funding has only gone up by 7% in that time. Yet, rents, everything else has gone up. You know, ESB, everything has gone up. Uh, and food, everything. But this has not changed. And this is down to, like, when we get allocated a whole load of funding from the government, it goes to all different places before we get our cut. So it goes to all of the different departments. So if you hear that we're getting 600 million, that 600 million doesn't come to the providers. It goes to all of the departments that have been created over the last 10 or 11 years. Yeah. yeah. It sounds you like know, it's getting very better start. It's, it's unworkable. It is an unworkable system now. And, you know, at the end of the day, providers are looking to take a stand because they, they just can't do it anymore. We, we really can't. And we don't want to let anybody down. You know, and it's going to end up that parents are going to put their, their children out to childminders now and they won't be able to get crash places. And and that's it in a nutshell. You know, the, this sector is in crisis and nobody is listening. Mm. And we've tried and tried and tried every group out there that works for providers, staff, everybody. We're all saying the same thing. So why are the government not listening? Why are the department not listening? The questions need to go to them as to what they're going to do about the childcare sector. Okay. Elaine, thank you. You you state your case and state it well. Elaine Dunn is chair of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers and a chronic shortage of staff leading to a chronic shortage of places leading to effectively what she's saying an emergency in the provision of childcare courts 96 fm